We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, y'all. It's Vlad Harris here with another Panther Rants podcast. It's Monday morning. Another fun week is ahead of us. And, uh, well, we have two more games to go of this pit season and uh, football at least. And then we got basketball. So pretty much we go, we're going to be transi- transitioning from uh, from bitching about, you know, pit football to now bitching more about pit basketball, which is pretty much what's begun now. Hell, we were barely five minutes in the, I mean, we were barely five minutes in the tip-off, you know, after tip-off, and people were still bitching about uh, pit basketball. You know, all these takes about how the team sucks. They blow. Well, gee. We just had a roster purge, and we're pretty much replacing almost everybody on the roster. And we're pretty much starting brand new people. What do you think is going to happen? Of course this team's going to suck. I mean, they actually, you know, they've helped, you know. Navy's gone better the last two years. They're, they're, they're probably going to be a torment team. You know, Pitt held their end of it for the half. And what ultimately did a minute was the second half where they just couldn't hit any shots. They came back at the end, but it just wasn't enough. But you're going to have a lot of people that are just going to hate this team no matter what because, well, they just hate it. You know, they don't like the fact that uh, the other coach left or pushed out or whatever people say. I mean, there's a lot of different stories about what happened there. They're not happy. They're upset. And they rare, they rare just, well, they rare just trash the program, trash these players. Because, you know, in today's world, we have a burn, we have a burn it all down mentality about everything. So I'm, I'm not going to get my way. So I hope you burn in hell. You all do. But it happens. I get it. I mean, hey, I mean, I thought we would uh, do better when uh, Dixon left. Well, not so much do better, but I thought we would, you know, would have had a decent hiring place. But for some reason we get we got this guy because he's, he was buddies with the AD who who left not even a year after he got hired. He pretty much, uh, you know, 
he pretty much Scott Barnes pretty much um, he you know with the pit hoops program he just uh, he dumped a whole bunch of gasoline and just lit his cigarette or cigar and just threw the match away and you saw what happened it was all on fire and he just walked out and went to his little cushy job in Oregon State I mean he left for, obviously for family reasons but my thing is, is if, you're, if you're not going to be here if you know you're not going to be here for this long why would you just leave, the, leave some of these things the fuck alone he could have left the he, he could whatever it was he could have left them he could have left the men's soup the, the pit hoops program, just left it in a freaking autopilot like it's been for the last several years where it's twenty wins and a first you know first or second round exit, and I left it for the next eighty to eighty to deal with. He could have done that, but but no. We're stuck with this, but I mean, I give some kudos to the current staff now for with with the the purge they had to deal with. They brought some some players there. You know, they're going to be exciting. I mean, Marcus Carr, Jared Wilson, Frame are two exciting players. Shemp Stevenson, he's got a lot of Tory Morris in him, as we all saw. But you know, for hitting that player, obviously, it was a bad. It was bad on Stevenson's part to do that, and for what it's worth, he did um, meet with that player after the game and apologized. So I, I'm actually kind of glad he did that because that's just obviously the kid, you know, got pretty pissed off and frustrated. I mean, these are these are young players. You know, if it was the old coach, a lot of these guys would be on the bench because he wouldn't be ready to play play half of them. But Marcus Carr, Jefferson Frame, two exciting players. Ryan Luther didn't have a, all that bad of a game either. Although he was very passive in the beginning. I mean, he just is what he is. You know, Cameron Davis, another, another decent uh, wrinkle. So, I mean, there's, I mean, the, the team seemed quick. I mean, they're obviously a little undersized. But obviously, you know, the staff is going to probably you know, use quickness to offset it. They lack an inside presence right now, which kind of sucks because they have, you know, well, they could use Bryce Golden right now. And of course, Malik Ellison, they could also use. And well, they just you know they're not you know they're not eligible yet. But you get those two in next year, and things are looking up. Will they be a tournament team next year with those two? Probably not. But you're looking at probably at least another two three years before somehow. I mean, before you can talk March Madness. And who knows? You never know. Maybe some miracle will happen, and we'll and they'll be dancing. You know, like win the ACC tournament or something. But anyways, 
we'll move on from that. And we'll talk about the the uh, the Pitt North Carolina game. And you know, I I told I said pick, you know, would win this game, and I was wrong. And that was the kiss of death, probably, because the last two Pitt wins, I said they were going to lose. I thought they win this game. Sure, North Carolina is better than a record. They have some talent. But overall, they've been bad. But of course, another typical Pitt Thursday night game after having a Sunday off, or, or no, Saturday off, I'm sorry. They come out flat, and they're outcoached, and they make mistakes. Obviously, your lone bright spot is the, is the running game. And I expected Pitt to run the ball on them. It wasn't until we needed to really run the, you know, we, we really needed a running game because, well, the offense was blowing. It became a problem because uh, Pitt was up, you know, Pitt was up. Late in the game, but they couldn't close it out. They had, they had a drive. Where they could have closed it out, and they went three and out, and that was that. Because you, you, you had that, and plus you had first half. You had Quadri Henderson fumbling the ball at the one yard line, and uh, North Carolina converted that to a field goal. So just a lot of just mistakes. Not to mention Pitt's defense couldn't get off the field. They, they, had a, they had a bad game. They regressed. The passing game was putrid for the most part. And as long as we have this, uh, you know, this type of passing offense, we're pretty much going to be limited when we can do it on field offense. Although early in the game, we uh, we seemed hard up about trying to mix in the pass and we had a drive that faltered because uh, well it was second and one and we decided to play action and what happens he gets you know Danucci gets sacked because Danucci can't really you know he takes sacks can't really throw the ball away he can't read coverages he can't you know find a secondary receiver third you know third receiver He basically can't find anyone. So as long as we have him in for the next two games, we're pretty much you know, we're done for the most part. Pitt's, uh, Pitt's schedule next season isn't all that. It was, it'll be pretty hard and. It won't be easy, and you're looking at probably six or seven wins, if any. If any, and obviously the big wild card is the quarterback position, which they haven't figured out, and they won't figure it out, and it's gonna it's gonna sit till next season. And pretty much. You worry if it's going to be the same garbage you're seeing now because, you know, if we, you know without a quarterback, we, don't, we really don't have much of an offense. 
just lost all the fastest of the game. You could pretty much say this was probably, probably the worst loss Penderduzzi's had in his time here. I mean, he lost a 118. That's great. We give North Carolina Cam Johnson in their first ACC win. Awesome. Thanks. But anyways, there's no need to fire. I mean, people are calling for the, you know, to get rid of Narduzzi and He, uh, there's no need to get rid of him yet. He hasn't really done anything to get himself fired yet. I mean, he, those two and eight, those two eight win seasons has pretty much given him job security for a few more years. You know, this year's bad. We have to see what happens next year if there's any progress. Because we haven't really seen much progress in the offense. Running game, they've stepped up. It's the, it's the passing game. Nobody stepped up there. But anyways, we're looking at a four and eight record. Although you know, maybe you know, Tech and you know, Virginia Tech, unless they, um, unless Frank Beamer wants to wants to start coaching again, all of a sudden we're not winning that game. I was not sold Miami for most of the season, pretty much all season, and you know they they torched Notre Dame at home. That place was rowdy. It was a, like a WWE type atmosphere, and they just came out. And they just they just destroyed Notre Dame. So, pitch chances obviously of a bowl game will be to win these next two and. Maybe you know, Virginia Tech is still a little down after choking against Georgia Tech because it's November and this is when Virginia Tech starts losing games. We got that going for us. And maybe Miami just gets too overconfident and realizes, hey, you know, we're playing this ACC, ACC title game anyway. You know, forget it. I doubt anything, I doubt anything that's going to happen. Although there's some people, there's some Pitt fans that are convinced it's going to happen. I like to know what the what, I like to know what kind of drugs they're taking because I would love some of those right now, for sure. But uh, yeah, we're probably gonna lose against Tech this week, and the Miami's gonna slaughter us like they always do. I mean, it's just gonna unless we uh, have some sort of offensive game plan for Miami, <clears throat> this game's gonna be really, really bad. But anyways, enough negativity for your Monday morning. Brighter days are ahead. We hope. But looking at the weekend that was college football, was a whole lot of ripping things going on. I mean, uh, Penn State hammered uh, Rutgers. Sigmund Barkley had two touchdowns, building 35 yards rushing. And it's weird. I mean, I saw one one play where pretty much they had to ladder him the ball to get him the score. And it's pretty sad we got to resort to those type of things just to get you know get him get him some of the football in some sort of way. But I mean, if you if you watch him, teams are pretty much selling out to, to stop him, and that's just how it is. And Rutgers is just Rutgers; they're horrible. But. Uh, West Virginia had another win. 
Yeah, they're quietly having another. They're quietly having another solid year in the Big Twelve. You know, Iowa State, Oklahoma State went down the wire with Oklahoma State winning. The evening slate of college football was pretty disappointing. On paper, it looked awesome. Two great matchups, but Baker Mayfield probably solidified his Heisman hopes against TCU because TCU is known for their, their defense. But uh, I didn't think TCU would be able to keep up with them. I thought Notre Dame was going to beat Penn State. Long pause. Miami. I thought Notre Dame was going to beat Miami. I'm so obsessed with Penn State. Penn State's in my mouth. Ugh. No, I'm so obsessed with Penn State. I'm talking about them. I thought they played Notre Dame. Because they would, because if they, if that was that was the case, Notre Dame would have won that game. But no, I thought Notre Dame would have beat Miami, but unfortunately, I was wrong on that too. And I, obviously, Dave wants to had Miami winning because he was when the he was wearing the turnover chain. Yeah, I just I I didn't think Miami was gonna be able to keep up with Notre Dame. But uh, it was the it was vice versa. Notre Dame, just, you know, Miami's at, Miami's athleticism just took over, and and plus that crowd and Notre Dame was just making mistakes left and right, and Miami was just too too too, too Miami was just too strong and too fast for him. Nasty accent here. We have cars all over the place. Woo! I'm on my way to work. And I just saw the three. That looks like a three-car accent. I was wondering why traffic was going so slow. It's crazy. But it looks like in the uh, college football playoff, we're gonna have probably Bama one. Miami's gonna be up there. Oklahoma's going to be up there, and so is Clemson still. I mean, Clemson barely pulled off a win over uh, Florida State. I thought they were going to roll over uh, FSU. Because Clemson's kind of in a um, bad place because they have one ACC loss, and so does NC State. So all, it, all it, you know, Clemson has to do is lose a game, and NC State's going to be in the ACC title game. I mean, hate to see it, but consider how big, how flat of a big of our douchebags their fans were a few weeks ago. But anyways, that's pretty much wraps up the weekend of college football for the most part. Oh, I forgot one last game. Never mind. Michigan State, Ohio State. I figured Ohio State was going to win this one because, well, Michigan State has a great defense. They're known for their defense. It's just they don't have the firepower to match up with um, Ohio State. I was very shocked, though, by Michigan, by, Ohio, by Iowa and um, Wisconsin. 
I thought Iowa would have rolled all, all over Wisconsin, but the, Wisconsin has a really good defense, and they're um, they're moving along. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they go up at the right. I mean, if they make the playoffs or not. They're going to have to win out, and of course, win the uh, title game to convince people, or just hope for more losses, which we saw, with, especially with Georgia losing. And uh, if things go Miami's way, how hilarious would it be for Mark Rick to go to the college football playoff and uh, Georgia to go in Georgia to watch him? be funny but anyways I'm done here because I'm just going to ramble on and I'm half asleep hell to pit